Listening to the Cannabis Hangout. Two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while, while we, we break, break it all down. down. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's conversation, we have the pleasure of speaking with our friend Amir, who actually just moved to Oklahoma from Florida. He creates these quality hand machine made universal mats from Istanbul, Turkey. We originally heard of Amir from some close friends of ours that actually had his beautiful dad mats in their home. And then we connected with Amir through Instagram and kind of fell in love with the varieties that he had in such a unique niche. So with that being said, we're excited to pick his brain and allow him to share what he's doing with everyone else, too. You may know him as the Dab Ali on IG, but please welcome Amir to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey, Amir. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with us and chat with us and just let us get to know you better. So let's just dive right in and start from the very beginning. What... Sorry, not what. When was the first time you consumed cannabis, and what did that journey look like for you? Oh my goodness! Uh, I was probably I was very young. I was a teenager. I'm sure as yeah. most of us mm-hmm. were. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, maybe 13 or 14 years old. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, of course, like a friend of mine's older brother. That's like you know we always we kind of knew it was you know smoking weed and you know it was a chill dude and yeah. Uh, I remember one of my friends actually got a hold of some of his weed and one night we all tried it and I was like taking that first hit I was like this is for me mm-hmm. I, I, I immediately from what came over my body whatever into my mind super chilled out and I was like yeah just think, that uh, moment yeah I think this is the start of a new journey here really yeah. yeah and did so did you continue to smoke after that or did you take a little break or what that look like you know what it wasn't like the next day like who's got it I got it yeah. you know but yeah <clears throat> Uh, it was more so like maybe 14, 15, more of like an everyday thing. Okay, going yeah. On. yeah, started real early, even at that age, like every day, like almost needing it a yeah. part of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. even okay. before school, after school. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you yeah. just found it as like this helpful tool that yeah, right, helps right. you get through the days. And stuff. Something that missing puzzle piece yeah. that I thought was a missing puzzle piece yeah. at the time. And here I am today. So, know. yeah, where were you <laughs> born? Like, where are you originally from, too? Uh, New York. Okay. New York, yeah. Family and everybody's from the Brooklyn area, and then I grew up in the uh, Long Island, Suffolk County okay. area of New York. Yeah. All right. Okay, so what was cannabis, what did cannabis look like in your family growing up? Because I know you're from a foreign household. You're Turkish. Yes, so what right. did that look like for you? Um, it took a while to, to, for it to be accepted, from okay. by my parents oh my goodness from me telling them like hey look I still still do well in school I'm still going to my sports and blah 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 after school all these activities and still getting my things and my stuff together but um having that you know foreign especially that tough 
father that's like, dude, you don't need this. Like, this is something, you know, that's looked at in our country and by mm-hmm. traditional thoughts of Turkish and, you know, what have you. They're from what their parents have passed down to their views and thoughts of it. You know, just there's no need for it. Like, they never had the, the thought that, or excuse me, they would have never believed that the medicinal purposes and what it have what it has progressed to today yeah. would have never came to be. You know, mm-hmm, I mean, my sure. goodness, if you speak to like my grandparents about that, they would, yeah. they would that would blow their minds. You yeah, know? yeah and then, absolutely. And so it so it definitely took it definitely took a lot of time for them to be like, holy cow, you know what? He's transitioning into an adult. He's not he's not messing around. He right. you know he takes life seriously and it seems like he actually more so may need this. And of course yeah. they would. Um, suggest alternative routes like of healthier remedies or like at mm-hmm. some point even taking um, pharmaceutical medication okay. which I was against you yeah, know, yeah. did you get in trouble growing up from smoking yes okay. yes and no I mean yes from like how strict were they on it like was it something like you got really scolded for or it I was mean, just kind of like yeah. I guess it could be worse or yeah, whatever yeah. oh dude oh my goodness there's been days when uh my mother would find like ounces of weed and flush it down the toilet oh yeah i'm one of those people yeah, that uh, no. that's happened to uh, so heartbreaking and yeah. crushing oh in those God. moments yeah you just see money today. going down the toilet and you're like Fuck. for real yeah <laughs> come on mom and then you know, never yeah, be like I, that yeah dude you should just try it first i know yeah, maybe it's for you yeah oh, gosh but but yeah you know the the stigma and and, and for for foreign parents like that it took a long time it's, it's almost like Okay, you're gonna educate us on what that yeah, is. Yeah, like we, we know are, what we it know is. What it, exactly, yeah. exactly. Right, and you know how it makes you feel, and you right. know it doesn't make you feel crazy like other right. things can. Right, and which is such yeah, a, and not no, sorry to cut you off, and no, it's good. not like um, and alcohol is such a thing, you know, Turkish people to drink down at every meal mm-hmm. and such, and not even to celebrate occasions. Yeah, and so it's all what. How, how things are perspective. relevant and, relevant and perspective. Yeah, yeah to, to, because yeah. them it. drinking alcohol is their thing right. compared to the cannabis part. Right. You know, right. And one's the, worse for you than the other two. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. you know if if you have a, a story that affects you or just your lack uh, your knowledge of it or lack thereof. Yeah. yeah. So it depends where you are on the boat. You yeah. Know? For sure. Yeah. So have you gone back to Turkey in your, have you gone back to Turkey ever? First, let me start there, which I'm assuming, yes, you have. But have you gone back to Turkey in your adulthood and like consumed there? Yes. Oh my goodness. This is going to be fun. Uh, so uh, I spent, uh, so I'm 35 now. I spent uh, my mid twenties in Istanbul for about four or five years, cool. just all around. And, um, yeah, of course, I would come across cannabis out there and the quality out there. What people say is great and mids and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there silent, like, all right, guys. If only you've walked in these shoes in the U.S. Like, yeah. I realized how spoiled I was. And at the same time, I was grateful. But but uh, they would smoke a lot of spliffs out there. I'm okay, sure yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was a little bit taking used to and then I started smoking cigarettes out there because that was the thing and I was like right. this isn't me yeah. guys like and Europe is like in a place it's a very guys, a tobacco heavy culture yes it's like you sit down yeah like do you need a lighter like dude okay you're assuming I smoke already. yeah like, we're yeah. just just because we're all sitting down we yeah. all need to smoke right yeah like, uh-huh. with your tea coffee beer whatever yeah. like here's a cigarette it's brother and sister yeah blah 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 whatever but um 
yeah, the indoor cigarette smoking scene was like, ah, oh, dude, I'm, I'm yeah. ready to get out of here. But, uh, but back to the cannabis over there. Yeah, I mean, of course, there would be a lot of influence from like Germany, Amsterdam, Belgium, yeah. some great flower that would come across. And okay. of course, enthusiasts over there that would right. grow and have their own op- little operation mm-hmm. of what they can do, no matter how crazy illegal it was. Over right. They're yeah. still going to do their craft one yeah. way or the other. Just yeah. like everywhere else in the world with cannabis. Yeah, right. When For people sure. have a craft, they're going to pursue it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, fuck the rules. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, really. No, right, right. That's cool that you Your got passion and love it. is not going to stop you no matter where you are. We're all human just because these laws on this soil and these boundaries and these limitations are set. It's not necessarily going to stop certain people. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. That's right. So real. Mind over matter for yeah. Yeah. many of us. You oh, know? Yeah. There's some things that are more important <laughs> yeah. to other people than certain guidelines and laws set by a governmental right. institution. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. fuck that sometimes yeah, yeah totally yeah, right. the so mission is bigger yeah so what do you use cannabis for personally amir like how has it benefited so your life actually i cut down a lot from what i used to i mean i'm I have my personal instagram account where i'm taking these globs left and right cool yes but i'm i really now at the point of using it for sleep aid, uh, digestion, and even appetite. Like When okay. I wake up and roll out of bed the first thing in the morning, no matter how busy of a day I'm going to have or nothing, there's nothing on my plate, like that's my first thing on my list. You know, before I go to the bathroom and wash my face and brush my teeth and handle whatever business I have to do mm-hmm. in the bathroom, that's my A, you know, rolling out of bed. But then, you know, I'll go to the gym and try to run my normal errands, eat some lunch, and then throw in another second sesh. But I yeah. try to just, like, reward myself right. more so with, like, using nowadays and saying, like, hey, you know, like, got some tasks done. And mm-hmm. yeah. now more so of it using it as, like, the pleasure aspect of it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I love to hear different perspectives yeah. on, like, different seasons of life that yeah, people I mean, are in with. Whatever heavier, works for you. Yeah, heavier consumption sometimes versus not – Versus maybe dabs more than flour, you know, how everyone goes in the ebbs and flows of what they need, when they need, what kind of headspace they're in, you know, what that. I I smoke a lot of rosin by myself, I I guess can say, but socially with people, flowers, you know, where it's at, it's, that brings a lot more people together, you know, everybody's passion for flower. There's still a lot more folks that still don't. Uh, have yet to even know what rosin is yeah, or how totally. Yeah. And, you know, it's not, it's nobody's fault for that matter, but the educational purposes is up to folks like us right. to get, yes. to get it out there. And, yep. uh, Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Jade Pebworth over at the Me Law Group in Oklahoma focuses to provide you with a comprehensive approach and intelligent advice and representation focused on resolving problems rather than inflating them. She kills it with civil litigation, cannabis law, business planning, corporate law slash litigation, and family law. She enjoys working with companies from the ground up. Whether you need her to review and draft contracts for your company, assist in licensing applications, and more, the Me Law Group has your back. Now, let's get back to today's episode. You know, coming from a state like Florida, where it's just kind of recently got medicinally legal and the markets are kind of still being established. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of tough of... A place like that where there's already older folks, you know, I'm only speaking of knowledge of where I came from, 
uh, older folks that are like already in the, oh my goodness, like are used to going to pain clinics and getting their pharmaceutical mm-hmm. meds. So it's like, it's so corporate, the structure of it. Like in they Florida. Can, yeah, they yeah. can walk into a place and they're like, my back hurts. And yeah. Like, okay, try this. Like, no, dude, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like sit down and take some time, get to know the patient. Yes. Speak to them about, you know, yeah, yeah, they're, 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 what, what they're looking for, what kind of pain they're going through. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the plant is such a versatile, we learn every day more right. and more beautiful, positive effects on it. And, and, and I just think, um, yeah, back to what I was saying, it's just our, it's up to us to get that knowledge out there, For executing sure. properly. Yeah, Truly it is. is. So if you had a day to yourself, Amir, with like no responsibilities or worries and you could just go anywhere and do anything, where would you be and what would you, what would you be doing? Well, I really like helping people. Okay. I really, really like being useful. I really like, I get really down on myself when I'm not utilizing myself in ways to give back to other people Mm -hmm. or just growing or just speaking to people that are growing and uh, connecting off that electricity of just being like, what's your plans? Like it's a, it's a, it's a high, you know, and it's something that right now I'm chasing right Mm -hmm. now. I have so many plans right now. I don't want to sound like I'm juggling so many balls and I can't control right now, but it's a good, Mm -hmm. um, it's a good, uh, uh, it's a lot to have on, it's a good thing that I have a lot on my plate because it keeps me so distracted. Yeah. It keeps me on the But like ball. creative and on your right, toes right. and it, like in the flow that you want to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. And it attracts people that are kind of doing the same thing. Or, right. Or, or that can be like, hey, how can I help? Or shit, dude, like that sounds fucking awesome. Like talk to me more about it. Yeah. You know? So it's just like. It, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, what was the question? I feel like I got a little bit off track. No, you're fine. I was just saying, like, if you had a day oh, to a day. go somewhere, what would you be uh, What would you be doing? I mean, of course, everybody loves, like, that relaxing vacationing on the beach yeah. or something, or in the mountains, mm-hmm. like, in a hot tub while it's snowing. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm all, yeah, oh, my Sounds goodness. Amazing. Like, I'm really good at relaxing. I'm yeah. really, really good at that. So yeah. putting my mind there or my hypothetical self in such a situation like that is very very easy for myself just tell me this is the tickets that we need to buy and i'm on that plane yeah yeah that's cool (laughs) that's That's cool that you also prioritize relaxing because i think there's so many people who live busy successful lives that don't feel that way and they don't feel like they can relax but they also do not provide themselves the time it's super, to do super that. important. It yeah. really, really is. I came from a family of a, like a super hardworking father that even when he came home, like you could see in his face, like he was happy to see everybody, but he wasn't fucking happy because he was working so hard. Yeah, he didn't have any for time sure. for himself. He didn't, he wasn't able to chill out or, or whatever. <laughs> um, and I always saw it like, all right, well, again, I'm very task oriented. Like mm-hmm. from the night before, I have to draw out what I do the following day. From whether it is, my goodness, if I have to cut my toenails or my fingernails or do my eyebrows, like it's something. Yeah, my goodness, I'm saying this on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's, it's real so, stuff. It's really really people, yeah. it's just yeah. hygiene. It's, You're taking care of yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big in hygiene. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but but yeah, little things like that that I have to that I things you do that first ultimately feel you feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. and then when you feel good about yourself, you want to. Uh, exert that energy and who you are out to other people and what you can ultimately do to help other people. That's what it really is all about. I don't care how successful you are, how selfless you are, how greedy you are. Mm -hmm. It's how you are 
um, a product in your surrounding and also your surrounding a product of you. Yes. you know, I believe yeah. Jay-Z or somebody had said that, uh, you know, to quote, but, but, but it's, it's the truth, you know, every single day, every mm-hmm. single yeah. day. I agree. Yeah, that's great. So you came from Florida and mm-hmm. the cannabis scene now in Oklahoma is quite different than it is in yes. Florida. We're a little bit more advanced here. You also you were, upgraded. Yeah. You also were tapped into the underground rosin scene in yes. Florida. So <laughs> right, now right. that you're in Oklahoma and you've tried our rosin and you've tried the underground rosin in a lot of different places because you went to you went on a whole like U.S. travel situation I, I before did. you moved for like a few weeks. I did. So now that you're in Oklahoma, you've tried our cannabis in many different forms. Right. I mean, I know you just moved here like what, not even two weeks ago. Yeah, just about. Yeah, right? just about Seriously. two weeks ago. So you're still very, very freshly new. Even just upon introduction, like what has, and I'm not even talking about the people, I'm talking about the plant specifically. What has been like something you've noticed in comparison and not even comparing to other states but comparing to other states worth of product that you've tried and like how we take care of our stuff here versus the stuff that you've tried elsewhere oh holy cow loaded loaded questions right um it is uh so the people the folks that i met just like yourselves are super super passionate and like uh, i've met some of the growers and hash makers out here the quality of level and the passion out here is super high mm-hmm. and it continues to climb as i see every day and yeah. from what i've seen from not living here uh, i've been to Oklahoma before excuse me and uh i've seen that it is such um the artists and the craftsmen, the artists and the the folks that are truly, truly involved in here mm-hmm. are really making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to like the scene of California where they cater to somebody who just learned about concentrate to somebody who's been yeah. there from day one for the uh, progression of it. But back to you guys in this state, uh, yes, I truly see that it's so much more of like a mom and pop that transitions it's almost like uh your own corporate level out here if that makes any sense like yeah. it's not like dominated monopolized and you look left and right it's a chain of so and so i know yeah. like california is yeah, yeah. Not like the we only sell topicals we only sell vapes yeah. it's like no dude um here it really is from again very very new here but again it's my my experience and my yeah, understanding your observations. Yeah. my observations it really is like, and going to the Cowboy Cup mm-hmm. and, and the little things here and there. And again, meeting such great people who are already yeah. established in this mm-hmm. community, like yourselves. Right. You've caught the vibe in a lot of different senses yeah. of the community. I here. got yeah. lucky of jumping into this lake of yeah. already kind of my establishment and <laughs> For the sure. folks here that are establishment. So, so I have a little bit of, a, of, a, of an advantage. For yeah. Sure. I know what you mean. But, yeah. but, um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait to see what 2024 is yeah, going to bring. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, yeah, oh my goodness. I can't wait to do more events with you guys and work with you guys and, and the great people of t-shirt companies next door, like OKC uh, t-shirt company. Yeah, yeah. there's so like, many great connections yeah. of good and, people yeah. here who and are what, like creatively in it together. what's even best, guys, um, from meeting all those folks, I remember them by names, not what company they represent. Yeah, I love so that. That's, that's yes, super personable. I'm so, glad, I'm so glad that you just realized that because that to me is very, very mm-hmm. important. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
my goodness, uh, Shane, uh, just a great example to mention. Great guy of 77. Extra, extra. Yeah. yeah, we interviewed yeah. him this yes. year. Shane yeah. is great. And, and he's like, hey, bud, you know, we're talking, uh, you know, shooting the shit. He's like, uh, let me get your number. And t- uh, snaps a selfie of us. He's like, this is how I remember people, dude. Definitely want to talk to you more. And just like little things like that. Of course, yeah. they come across people that do that's things That's very like intentional, that. right? right? But making connections personable, that's from comes from a lot of the books, the self-building books, the entrepreneur okay, books yeah. that I read. Yeah, You want to make a great impression. Oh, cool shit. Amir also sells cool rugs cool mm-hmm. but he sold himself to me first you know yeah. uh, I feel safe with him I yeah. feel warm with him mm-hmm. you know right Th- to introduce who you are first yeah, yeah that's totally. what's way more important to me of establishing and then holy shit he's got a cool product too let's work right. with the guy yeah you know? yeah so that to me is a, like you're on to something yeah you know? um For sure something's good here yeah so let's talk about entrepreneurship you mentioned that Growing up, did you have multiple different jobs? What made you <laughs> pave your way into having your own business? And what did you do prior to becoming full-time with your business? Um, I was in the black market industry of cannabis okay. of, uh, in New York okay. growing up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, A street kid. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It gets even more street if we want to go into depth. Um, I, I was even doing scummy things like going into the gas station and marking off cartons of cigarettes that weren't delivered and going into high school and selling cartons of cigarettes and making like ridiculous money a week doing Mm -hmm. that at such a young age. So I was really good at like, so it's kind of always just been in you. Yeah. I've, Oh my goodness. I've uh, (laughs) hustling a mirror. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I was always from like, basketball cards to like shoes to weed and yeah I mean but I but again guys I was just like I was friends or chill at least really I thought yeah with every different group of people so once I was accepted and trusted and you know like hey you know I'm not a manipulative Mm -hmm. sleazy so-and-so like really establishing yourself in whatever community no matter how big or small I believe with proper effort put out I uh, will pave some path of success or your yeah. definition of it. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. So tell us what, like where you getting these beautiful like Turkish mats started from, like where so, did this idea of bringing people these luxurious yes. little magic carpets begin? And like, what was <laughs> your intention of like starting a brand that was going to be focused on like this niche? If you're ever in the Oklahoma City area, check out Chill Dispensary at 22 Northeast 10th Street. They're good people with hand-washed, single-source, live rosin, flour, pre-rolls, and other solventless products. So go show them some love and enjoy a chill experience. Now, back to the episode. Okay, um, so I am Turkish, as you guys know. Uh, The luxury rug comes from, like, you know, as you guys may know, the Moroccan, Persian, Turkish rugs that are either prayer rugs or area Mm -hmm. rugs in that nice room in your home. If you had the luxury of having that nice room in your home or having a, or that sacred space that that you went to, you know, Mm -hmm. Hey, for occasional dinner or so-and-so's birthday or Christmas dinner is only, and all the nice China things. Yes. That that comes out. Right. So bringing that luxury. We're passing the blunt. (laughs) 
I'm like away from the microphone. Like, why can't nobody hear me? (laughs) uh, Bringing that luxury into that uh, space of, because like, holy cow, like a lot of these bongs and heady glass are five, 10, 20,000, 20s of 20s. 20s. 20s of thousands. Yeah, maybe (laughs) so. (laughs) Yeah, right. What are you saying? Uh, So I brought that luxury of, as your display, mm-hmm. you know, you're that aesthetic piece onto instead of just a, exposing it onto any surface. And then people started bringing it to other levels of beaches and hikes. And that was all great of okay. seeing all that. Yeah. Okay. When you said like beaches and hikes, like what do you mean people would bring these or they do with them on their beaches and hikes? So like on hikes, as you know, like the all terrain of like rocks and whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So instead of setting down like your glass or such on straight on a okay. rock. You set it on the rug and it holds yeah, it. Exactly. Wow. Okay. And yeah. some people would send me some like stupid fire shots and I'm like, holy shit. And they're like, yeah, dude, I had to bring my camera out for this one. Like me and a lady never really go out on hikes, but we had to bring the dab hole. And I was like, thanks for bringing us along, man. This yeah, really that's really cool. That's yeah. so cool. And There's a lot of intention. I feel like that goes behind people like – they intently bring your, oh, don't forget the rug. Like, oh. grab the rug. You know, it's, it's a part of their kit that they're putting together to take you along with them. You know what? And I love when people intentionally do write that to me over yeah. the gram. And they're like, I, dude, I had to go back inside. Like, almost forgot the dampel. Or I left it at a buddy's house. Like, good yeah. thing I was able to retrieve it. Yeah. Or I can't go to a session that I'm like, dab hole. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, goodness, you guys are great. Yeah. That's so cool that, like, so many people have sent you, like, crazy pictures from different places. Like, that's really tight. Yeah, oh my goodness, uh, I'm so grateful to say that um, we hit our, like, I mean, I say we, I'm a one-man company. A lot of people are like, how many people are on your team? Yeah, how many people are on your team, one-man company? Just me and three other people in okay. Istanbul, really. Yeah, that's cool. really cool, though. That's a lot to, oh my yeah. goodness. <clears throat> to say uh, for, too. Yeah. And we just recently hit our, like, 19th country. Wow. Oh, okay, wow. We'll get we'll get into that, so hold that really quick. Do you remember the moment when, like, the idea, like, popped in your head when, like, where you, like, where you were like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I remember, this is, I remember like, the kitchen I was in. I yeah, the t- so city, paint that picture t- for oh us. So uh, everybody I would see would have all these, I mean, no offense to everybody that's making mats out there. They're upcycled, recycled, mm-hmm. like, mouse pads, generally. Yeah. Which, yeah. mine are, my dad mats are universal mats, also uses mouse pads, you know, no no hate on that um but they were just like materials and i'm like dude did you get this like going into like a book fair or something yeah like that? it's just like really cheap material and uh-huh. like whatever whatever and i'm like well and like look what's being set on top of it like we can definitely elevate like i, I have some nice things in my home right now that yeah. we can use in place of it type <laughs> deal mm-hmm. and then um my mother's cousin is in production of these rugs already in Istanbul. Okay. So that's when I'm like, let me speak to so-and-so and see if they can do so-and-so at certain styles and sizes and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. Before you knew it, before you know it, that's how it all got started. Wow. Jan- January uh, 12th or 21st. Oh, my God. I'm so mad at myself for not knowing this because of the numbers of 2021 when I started this company. So in less than a month, it's going to be three years. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Amazing. My birthday's in January, January 20th. So that's cool. Yeah. So it would be the day after, maybe, if I would maybe have started. Maybe I would have said that's really cool. Before. So this did 
this didn't start with the intention of it being for like dab glass pieces. I mean, it did it just did. kind of evolve into like, whoa, there's so many people wanting to use them for different things, or it, it came from that first? No, at first, at first, I was targeting like the glass okay. industry and okay. such, and then I had some friends that were like super heady people okay like, and i'm like what the fuck are you using dude right. this is like a tablecloth yeah like, I, like, like i know whenever um i'll share whenever we've i've been out to like new state here in oklahoma city i love watching him here like pull out the little mini oh. mat yeah. and he puts his beer <laughs> on dope. it as like a cup yeah. you know little mat and i was just like that's so cool like i had never thought about that until i saw you do that like it's i was like Oh, he real... brings that everywhere with him yeah, I mean, and pulls that bougie, out. But... but like, if that was <laughs> yeah. me and it was my company, and I was, I would do the same <laughs> yeah. damn thing because it's, it. it's so easy it's, to market yourself too. And you're starting conversations with the bartender. You're starting conversations with the person you're sitting next to. Right. Maybe the owner. Yeah. And next thing you know, they might be like, "Hey, will you? Can we get a steady supply yeah. of these?" And that's what ultimately is the goal and yeah. you know, sometimes ends up to you. But well, like, it's a beautiful piece. It's kind of like you just brought like a gym into like this yeah. atmosphere <laughs> and then like it's kind of it's blowing like, itself like and people Lord, just can't help but look like at a it. little Lord of the Rings Really? Like yeah. something in and it's just like yeah, and magic? it's like in this little treasure chest, but it's like <laughs> exactly. glowing, but yeah, like you don't right, know right. what's in it. Yeah, and you yeah, like yeah. bring it out and then it's like just sitting on the counter. Yeah. Kind of glowing. That's what it is. This is what (laughs) the Tavali is. Right. Yes. So with that being said, what's it like having a business that incorporates like your culture and background? Like, do you feel like as an an adult, like you've tapped back into like pieces of you because of your business? Somewhat. I wouldn't. Okay. I I can't. I mean, no, not that I get like ultimate feelings like, yeah. Oh, this is such a reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. Back into my culture and doing things because. Yeah. Ultimately. Again, like how my country, like it's used for smoking cannabis and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten messages before in the DMs. I'm not gonna say that I haven't uh, from people of like you know from Turkey or religious officials or whatever. Yeah. Like this is not how it should be represented. Or blah blah okay, blah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and then I go into like, look, it's a universal mat, and what people it find is. to. I mean, you could it could yeah. be a prayer mat. Yeah, and and which uh, actually a lot of them are. Yeah, are yeah. so we had yes. we had mat. Turkish yeah. prayer rugs all in our house. Yeah, growing up because we grew up in a I grew up in a Muslim family. Right, right. And yeah, mom, mom and dad had some. I actually brought one back from um, my sister in law had like a ton of prayer mats, and I brought this really beautiful like light pink one. I have nothing pink in my home. That's like one of the only th- pink things I have, but it's so beautiful, and I just like I love it. It's such like a it's a sacred piece in my home right. for me. I, I actually don't even have it laid down anywhere because I don't want don't to. Don't want to expose it. Yeah. <laughs> but you should and it. you should spend like time on I it. I know. I like, should. You, I Because then it's just being wrapped up and being like, I wonder if she cares about me. Yeah, you're right. But, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always ways of looking at it <laughs> yeah, for preservation yeah. and exposing For it. sure. For um, sure. But you have to appreciate it a little bit is, too. Right? I'll, you know, I'll get you more soft. It's yeah. just a thing. You can literally not take it with you later. I know. Uh, put, You're right, Brian. Put that one away and we'll get you ones that you can use. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. <so> I'm <laughs> always taking care. So speaking of culture, what culture do you hope to bring into people's homes when they have these mats out, regardless if they're using it for... Um, dab or like you know glass pieces or not so i guess that 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 warmth that that adding that accent to a table a coffee table mm-hmm. like one in front of us or whatever it can be used under a coaster under a plant 
uh, it's more so tied to the user, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's a piece of what we do in yeah. your personal space, whether it even be on your dashboard of your vehicle. Like, I keep one. I thought uh, about putting my... one in the dashboard of mine. Yeah, and it looks super chill. There's people at red lights. They're like, that's really cool. But I yeah. also have, like, <laughs> a stupid, like, festival trinket, like a little hand. Like, you know, when you go up to people and, like, they're engaged in the festival, you know, and they're inebriated and you're like, do you need a hand with something? And they're like, yeah, yeah, bro. And you just give them like a little hand and walk away. It's <laughs> like, not what I meant. But I have that like a little stupid trinket on top of like a little hand. A uh, little funny story. Somebody asked, actually asked me like, are you into voodoo? Like, no. Because of the hand. <laughs> yeah. The hand in the like, rug. Yeah, like, the like, hand in the rug. No, I'm not into, I'm like, you're safe, dude. I'm not into voodoo. That's hilarious. Oh, so funny. <laughs> So <laughs> what? So earlier you were also saying about like you were about to be in I think eighteen countries. So your mats 19. go around nineteen. They go around the world. Like how did you go about developing relationships worldwide? You know what? At first, when uh, business like the first second year, when people were finding me, my goodness, of like, hey, look, I was in L.A. It's tight. I was in mm-hmm. Colorado, but now I moved to Spain. Now I moved to Germany, and I opened up the Hetty shop, and I brought all my pieces. Um, I want you in the shop. Or some things like that. Or I heard of you from Las Vegas, or, or yeah, a lot, a lot of people. Or, like, or I'm, I'm, I'm Muslim myself, and I mm-hmm. need to, please, like, this is it for me. I t- don't so want cool. yeah. to carry anybody else's. And, and like, they can gift those to people that, who are of their culture. Beca- you know, that goes yes. a long way, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm Muslim, and I'm a very, very giving person. Mm-hmm. And the people who I reach out in the Muslim community that are just as giving as me, if not right. more giving yes. than me, yes. uh, those are dangerous people. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Let me reiterate, let me rephrase that. They're very, very... Uh, very very effective people in mm-hmm. everything that you do so that's something i like take a lot from my culture like we're very very giving very very hospitable people mm-hmm. and coming across other um islamic uh, folks from uh, other nations and that we can share this culture mm-hmm. and we can share this uh passion or or or, or resemblance of like sab having them in her home yeah like things like that and then they're like oh wait dude you actually do business with this like yeah. And again, not to talk about myself, and we have some kind of connection, and we develop a friendship, and possibilities are endless. It goes yeah. a long way. Yeah, it, it really does. Is. Yeah. It's more than just like a business. It it's really like is. a gift in so many ways. That's the just want to throw this out there. From this business, my goodness, uh, the customers that have became friends. Like I'm getting emotional about this. Like this is everything to me. Yeah, like I yeah. met so many good people that are turned to best friends of mine. Like that's so best, cool. That's such like good full circle. I couldn't energy. ask for anything else. Like, yeah, it's not about yeah the relationships yeah. and the people. Like, yeah. you can't. You can have all the money in the world and oh, like, yeah. have no friends or relationships. Oh, right, or, right. You know, it's, it's, yeah. so it's, it's what's so important valuable. You, you know? yeah. It really is, and that's what it comes down to. Other people who like care for you and you can care for them right mm-hmm. it's what, yeah what makes you happy at the yeah. end of the yeah. day and if you're really doing something it's where you're positively affecting people's lives yeah. in one way or another and that's you know? for yeah. your work it's for your passion it's a part of like how you're wired like it, that's very full circle yes. like i keep saying yeah, that but it is, it is very it much is. so yeah i really believe like 
you know, doing such and there's bigger things to come later yes, on. And of course. Being grateful and being aware to all opportunistic opportunistic doors that open and close. Right. You know, yeah. closing doors are also a good thing. A lot yeah, of people don't that awareness really, is good. Yes, a yeah. lot of people don't uh at the time, especially in life, you know, you look at how many eggs you have in your basket sure. and half full, your glass is half full. Mm-hmm. Getting out of a toxic relationship, A, yeah. a bad partnership and business, mm-hmm. B, uh, what have you, uh, uh, your your relation, your location. Uh, like where I was in Florida, uh, I couldn't grow, be the person I wanted, affect, have my business affect effectively hit different yeah, audiences, get sure. myself out there. Yeah. It wasn't the type of place. Yeah. So, you could feel yeah. that too. You know, you needed to keep Absolutely. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that door closing, you know, of course, parts of me, I was like, yeah, but that's home. And I got to establish home somewhere else. And right. So that uncomfortable getting out of that zone and establishing something else and having yes. plans and goals and people and a community to look forward to. Right. Kept me, uh, my eyes on what's important. Right. To me. It's interesting yeah. that process yes, throughout the way. trusting the process. Yes. That, that's Thank you. Thank yes, you. That's surrendering what kept running to it. around. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it go, that goes far too. Where's the coolest place that your dab mats have gone? Do you have as like a cool story or a place uh, your mats have taken you? So, somebody on vacation. Okay. So, so dab holes have been in Iceland, where I thought was super chill. Cool. Yeah. Uh, They're about to be in Ireland. Dab holes. Oh, hell yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, and dab holes actually are in Ireland. Okay. Right now. Well, I'll have to go find some if I can in the wild. That would be cool. Oh, my God. Like goodness. if there was a shop in my Ireland, God, you should a, tell Saul. Yeah, I'll be in Dublin. Okay. I have to look into, I'll have to look into yeah, where the shop is. Yeah, let me know. I'll go have, check it out. I'll get some content for you. Uh, oh, my goodness. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I so got great. you. <laughs> that'd be so great. That'd be cool. Uh, man, I should have been prepared for this. That's okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> you already said Iceland. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So tight. Somebody took uh, on their honeymoon. They went to the uh, Mal- Maldives. Cool. And they brought, yeah, and I was like, oh my where, god. So like, where's like, where's the 19th country that you just added? Le- leave it there. Uh, Okay, let's pause for a minute and talk about Oklahoma's grassroots cannabis publication, Herbage Magazine. They are in over 500 dispensaries statewide, providing cannabis education and supporting and highlighting the local communities. For more information, visit HerbageMag.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-G-E-M-A-G.com. Oh, the most recent the one. The most recent one, because uh, you said you just added 19. Uh, shop in Switzerland in Zurich. Sick. Yeah. Okay. That's so dope. And, and I really, 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 it's giving me butterflies a little bit because I really want to tap into the jewelry market where Ooh. I know there's like a yeah. little bit of a crazier they could, stuff. They yes. could present their jewelry on the rugs and that would be such a vibe. Duh. So, so, oh my goodness. <sighs> So ready? Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Stop. You're hyping me up right now. I'm yeah. like, all right, let's you do guys, this. Really what do you mean? I'm not even supposed to be talking about this. Uh, so in South Florida, I tried to speak to like the Middle Eastern, the Jewish jewelers. And they're like, yeah, okay. But what is Dab? Matt, Dab all. And I'm like, all right, dude. You're focusing on the wrong thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The name. Yeah. Just focus on the match. Yeah, Just look right. at the product. And I was like, but you can sell this as a part of your sets, a watch, bracelet, you know, whatever mm, yeah. sets. Like, my goodness. Why wouldn't the customer want this as a presentable For set? Sure. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh, sorry, this doesn't sell. And they're like, no, 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 we want or this part of the like, set. Or you could be like, my wife yeah. would love that color, that little one but, for her. 
Yeah, oh, whatever for her rings. You, and your upsell is on you, buddy. I know how yeah. you guys are with your profit margin. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. I'm, this is just an added yeah, value to right. what you're already doing. Yeah, Hello? yeah, for sure. Yeah, good idea. Uh, but yeah, back to Zurich in Switzerland, where obviously you guys know where like jeweled diamonds and such are just mm-hmm. like uh, stupid. <laughs> so I really want to hope. I really want to hope, I hope to really one day fly out there and mm-hmm. talk to some people that are doing something that would hopefully give me a chance. To be yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's like it might be a chill idea. For yeah. Sure. It's really cool that you've hit 19 countries in three years because some people only hope to do that. And you've just taken a beautiful thing yeah. and you've ran with it. And I feel like your energy, the person that you are, your kind heart, Thank there's you. always going to be people that, eat at that in the bad way but there's so much fruition in being the type of person that you are because it always comes back around like Brandon said full circle Mm -hmm. and you will always be taken care of because of your pure kind heart you know and so even I feel like that translates to business too because you know business is not always easy and you always come across people who want the extra want to pull a little bit more out of you but you've hit 19 countries. Like how many people can say that they've done that if they're not on a super corporate level, you know, as a small business, that's a huge, that is a huge accomplishment in my eyes. Um, So congratulations. (laughs) I try not to, yeah, thank you. I try not to let things like that, focus on things like that. For sure. Yeah, but but it's small, it's not small, it's It's huge accomplishments that you should, you should be proud of because it's not, it's not an easy yeah, like Saba and I feet. talk about yeah. that with the podcast. It's hard for us to sometimes sit there and be like, thank you, wow, thank yeah. you. know. But then we're like, you know, it, it's also we have created something beautiful and it is right. cool that we've been doing it mm-hmm. for a few years, just like yeah. you've been Hell doing yeah. your mats, you know. And so mm-hmm. like it's kind of like you you have to kind of like not that you have to focus on that, no, but, but like, like let it visit. Yeah. Let it like when it when it is coming and passing you by in the mm-hmm. present, like grab it because you know that's is a mo- moment for you, you know? yeah i agree i can yeah. i can i can i can understand yeah uh, reflecting on it yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's just cool that's what i'm saying yeah it's really cool what you the yeah just everything that you've built and created yeah. is really cool and it's cool that it's brought you to oklahoma and now you're sitting here with us yeah thanks i'm so and holy cow uh i've been where am I going to settle? Where am I going to be? Where am I going to move? Where, where can I be most accepted in a community that's not so like cutthroat? And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I made a great fucking decision. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. I really, really did. Yeah. yeah. I feel so good about that. Like, I speak to like my friends from all over, my mother who I have a great relationship with. And she's like, no, really, you know, tell me like, how, how are the people there? How is, how, how do you, you know, be honest? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how much more honest do you want to be? Um, <laughs> yeah, and um, they're amazing. Yeah, they're the yeah. best people on this planet. And, and, but, but my mother knows me. Yeah, she's like, isn't it really, really slow for you out there? Like, are you able to like yeah. adapt yeah. to things? Because people think you're crazy, actually. Mm-hmm. At, from you know, and I'm like, no, it seems to be working. I mean, yeah, you know, and like, 
smoke a lot of weed, chill me out. Yeah, <laughs> but like slow might be good for you. A season of slow, because not not that Oklahoma. I mean, <clears throat> yes, it it can be slow. And when I go to other places, I'm like, wow, you know, Oklahoma. But I'm from here. I was not born here, but I've been raised here my entire life. So this has been the only place that's been home for me. Right. So awesome. But it's always been a good. It's home. always been a, the best home. Like yeah. I I love it here. So. I forgot where I was going with that. Really high right now. Um, anyways, it's cool that you're in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'll loop the back around. Welcome to Oklahoma. We're yes. happy to have you. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good thing to get high and lost that. You well, should, it's just a good place yeah. to be. Seasons. That's what I was talking about. Just seasons of being slow. I feel like Florida yes, is a lot busier. Saying. And it, to yeah. come here and to be. A, uh, how it can be used to my advantage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, yeah. Even just like doing business in Oklahoma and like. I don't know. I just feel like it's good to be slow. So there are seasons of slow, yes. and it's good. But productive. It's productive Pro- slow, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I will fall into a crazy depression if I'm not. Uh, Same. I'm very manic. Um, very, very manic. And in that sense of me, I use that instability of who I am. I'm aware of who I am. Uh, when I'm not when I'm, <laughs> when I'm not being when I'm not being productive, when I'm not getting things done, I fall, I spiral really, really hard. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, even my relationships that I'm in, mm-hmm. I always need to be with somebody who's just like, go, go, go. This is what we need to be doing. Because it, I, not only, it's beneficial to us both, but when I fall down hard and when I'm not feeling productive and I'm not yeah. doing things mm-hmm. that, I'm on like I I get really manic. Yeah, I'm down. I spiral. I hear you. I'm yeah, like, I'm like good thing you pull me out of it. Yeah, yeah, good thing you have a business too that's gonna always keep you productive I mean, yes, because I mean, fingers. Yeah. It, I mean, really though, <laughs> no, like those sure. are that's not something. Those are timeless pieces. They're not just gonna go anywhere. Like yeah, I mean anywhere all over the world. Yes, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, no, this no, no. product of yours isn't just gonna be like sitting in a closet. Like it canceled. It's off. not. Yeah, it's not like it's. It's a very luxury piece in, yeah. in an affordable way. It's a it's a beautiful piece to give somebody in an affordable way, but it's also like you get to select the color, you get to select, you know, there's a lot of different thoughts that go into it. It's yeah. not just like, oh, I'm going to go online and pick this rug because that's the For one that sure. looks the coolest. That's it's the like, only one they offer. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, nothing like that. So it's it's super cool that you're able to Thanks, guys. tap into a lot of yeah. different types of people with one beautiful piece. I know, it really is. You know, it's so cool. It is. So if you could go back and tell young Amir something, maybe a time you needed to hear it most, what would you say to him? That, go back to the inner child. Um, uh, listen more. Listen yeah. more. I've always thought that people wanted to just give me, or not just wanted to give me, just wanted to tell me, this is what you should be doing. You should be going to med school. You should be going to law school. You're very, very smart. And I didn't listen. And what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you guys is not that I didn't listen to them in ways that are like they were telling me what I had to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just giving me advice of what would be proper paths for me of growth. And I couldn't find my path and what I wanted yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't do was listen to like, you know, I always thought I knew what people thought was best for me and then that's not necessarily yeah. true they just they I mean it, it is excuse me it is true but they weren't like this is what you have to do mm-hmm. this is where you have to go I never had strict parents like that mm-hmm. or influence like that but I always just blocked them out 
Yeah. You know, I was like, listen, you guys don't know it's good for me. You don't even know what I'm dealing with, what's in my head, blah, blah, blah. I never was the young me, if I can speak to the young me. Right. I would be more expressive to mm-hmm. those that cared for me and wanted to watch out and, and give me advice for the elder self mm-hmm. where I am right now. Yeah. But, but I never gave them like a time of day. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I did the same thing with yeah. my parents though. But I feel like that's kind of something every th- everyone goes through, through with, with their... Yeah, because my parents told me, that, I mean, my they said it in a loving way, but it was all always like, I wish one of my kids was a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever. Yeah, right. Like, I yeah. think that's just a foreign parent right. thing, especially yeah. when they're immigrants and they come to America and, for a very specific can, purpose. Yes. But being entrepreneurs is also not something that's taught in other places of the world. It's, I yeah. feel like that's more of an, a Western world thing. Yeah, it's definitely it's not, not an, no, yeah, it's not safe. How do you do it? Mm-hmm. That you're you're not, not guaranteed written. a salary. You exactly. have to take care of your family. Like that's kind of crazy. That's kids. out there. Why would you take a risk right. like that? Exactly. Yeah. Like, when, when we can give you the means of going to law school right. and, and yeah, so becoming so a doctor because we know that'll yeah. work out. It's yeah. stupid. That's my dad. It, why yeah. wouldn't you go? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because yeah. It, in his mind, but my dad, uh-huh. he never he he never said it was stupid, but he never no, but understood it, what. Why would you do that? Why would you not like? And he would never understand like, you know, in between doing entrepreneurship, I would have these little side end jobs to make my bills and ends meet. And he would never understand like, why don't you just go work for corporate? And that worked for my sister. My sister's in creative corporate. She works for HBO, but it's still, I could never be in corporate. I, that's not, that's not for me working for other people in that type of manner does not suit me. I've always been a work at my own pace. Right. You know, like Same. Oh I'm still goodness. explaining that to my dad within like the last like month of trying to be like, yeah, I don't know, dad, how you're going to think that I could make more money and do better for myself if I found a job that was on Indeed that was guaranteed, you know, like I don't know guaranteed how to go income. in circles around yeah. here, like even that. And mm-hmm. like, that's not even that's just. And being, you know, yeah, but it's just different, different, different generations and different, like, regardless of culture, I feel like that's something that that generation has in common, because no matter what part of the world you're in, that's just the area that they grew up in. Entrepreneurship is more, I mean, people people have always done it. People have always done it, but it's, it, they've. It was looked at. It wasn't really. It was just kind of different because, you know, I feel like people were maybe a little bit older when they started businesses or their parents Mm -hmm. started at a young age. So they. Yeah. But now it's when people do it. Like if they're just a YouTuber that's making millions, it's like, well, you can't do that. But actually, you can if you can monetize it properly and like you have a niche, you actually can. And do you know what it takes to figure out how to monetize? Do you know the kind of work and the business and the process? And, you know, like that's a whole freaking, you wanted me to go to school for this like i'm figuring out how to monetize right. baby they don't like, teach you that shit in school no yeah, i mean that, and that stuff that's like a hustle it that you learn your it own is, yeah. is targeting an audience and being able to get their attention and if you have their attention being able to offer them something that they may possibly have interest in yeah the marketing and the word of mouth along with that will simultaneously grow whether you decide to put effort into that aspect of your growth or not. If mm-hmm. you're doing some if you're doing the first steps of it properly. Yeah. It's like but monetizing it, an idea, you know, and 
putting a thought into fruition is, you know, it does take some. It takes things. a lot of time. Yeah, that's where the magic it does. is. Yeah, it is. 100% it is. That's the fun part of the process. Right. People, that can be discounted so easily, yeah, but, really. You know, there's no value there. There's, there's not. No but as creatives and other people who do it and hustle like that, yeah. they know it. Like, yeah. y'all know it. But I've had people tell it. me, like, I couldn't do that. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not for everyone because people don't realize you. Some days you're really in the fucking pits where you <coughs> only have $4 in your bank account and you're really trying to figure out how the fuck to make ends meet because you're an entrepreneur and you chose this life. But mm -hmm. guess what? You have to hustle hard. And if you hustle hard enough, you always make ends meet. Like, mm -hmm. that's just the life that we chose. Yeah. And it's hard for people that's, to understand that. I was that. just going to say that if you signed up for greater things in life, uh, you're just wired to make sure that you also get those things. So, like... Success will bring those things in your life. Like if you demand quality all around you, you will be a product of quality around you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah, that's like solid advice. I was just about to ask you, like, like what so kind of advice you would pass on to someone listening. But like you just said, like some solid advice, <laughs> quality, having what you just said about having quality people around mm -hmm. you and attracting that. that. <laughs> probably something I read. <laughs> hey that means That's you're good. absorbing it yeah, and then you're absolutely. putting it you know you're putting it out there so Mir, we like to ask everyone this question but what's the stigma you would like to see changed surrounding cannabis uh so i love what it's i i love how the stigma's i guess progressing in a way that mm -hmm. the more of the folks let me let me start over i'm sorry it's okay. <laughs> so the older folks, yes. more so the older folks, but just like any other generation, just mm -hmm. like any other decade, just like time and how wheels spin and um, generations wash themselves out, yeah. new mm -hmm. ones begin. So I kind of like to where from, I kind of like where it's going, the progression, the mm -hmm. idea, the understanding of what cannabis is and not just like the dare mindset that you're right. taught in elementary school mm -hmm. and say no to drugs and strangers give you drugs. Like what? Uh, yeah. I like that the, what I, what I'd like to see changed is, or what I see changing, what I'm mm -hmm. glad that I see changing is that the understanding of the plant um, medicinally is changing. The versatile uses of it right. is changing mm -hmm. where people who are, Okay, even if you're against using it, uh, you know, consuming it, you can know that hemp concrete can be made, rope can be yeah, made. Yeah, gaining more knowledge. Yeah, uh -huh. right. So it's, it's, again, comes down to relevance and perspective mm -hmm. of how individuals view it and how it's apparent to their lives. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I like that I'm seeing the progression of change that uh, – people are becoming more knowledgeable of it and it's not so much like, ew, drugs or that right. guy's a pothead. Or so it's blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, I need to smoke weed. Like, I couldn't imagine yeah. myself. Like, it does not limit my succession. You know? Yeah. So, like, having that conversation with an old uh, mindset individual say that is a collegiate graduate and it's like, well, listen, <laughs> yeah. I've never smoked yeah. marijuana in my life. And I'm like, all right, please sit down. How much time yeah, do you have? Yeah, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Right. yeah. How much time do you have? Yeah, so like funny. Things like <laughs> that, that well. is, uh, yeah. getting the knowledge out to more so of the folks that 
don't necessarily care to have the knowledge, yeah. but mm-hmm. can understand the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. can that. understand it, yeah. even yeah. if they're not going to partake right. themselves. Not shoving just it into like, your face. Yeah. Hey, wear this mask. It's COVID. No, no, no. Yeah, it's shift your perspective. Happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And just, just asking you know, to be open. Knowledge is power. And if yeah. you, some right. people are okay totally. with the lane that they're in and the power that they have, I'm not. I right. Need to I want more and more power. Yeah. I need yeah. to learn knowledge. Like, please. Yeah. I need to be separated from him, him, and him. Yes. For sure. I love that mindset. Yeah. That's cool. Well, Amir, I think this wraps up our episode for today. I had, a, I had such a great time. Oh, my goodness. Thank <laughs> you so much for taking time out of your day to share, like, your passions with us. And thank you for, yeah, just being you and creating, like, beautiful mats and inspiring the oh, world with them, really. That's thank so you. cool. And for those wanting to follow along with the mirror and purchase one of his beautiful rugs, you can follow him on Instagram. It's at the Dab Holly. That's the D A B H A L I on Instagram. And then you can also visit his website at www.dabholly.com. Thank you, Amir, and thank you to our friends who joined us on today's episode. Stay tuned for next week. And as always, Brand, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.